0: Darkcast Network, welcome to the dark side of podcasting. Listening to castles and cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. And I'm Alana. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> and we're your hosts for this next adventure <laughs> into the unknown. <laughs> we're coming off a. I feel like a was the two parter. It's over now. So we did a cool, yeah. very fun trip to the Rock saying it here even though they wouldn't let us title it. Right? I'm so mad still that I couldn't call it like Tales from the Rock. Uh, Yeah, I I
1: really wanted to call it that.
0: (laughs) Even Pat said to me today that um The Rock, like Dwayne Johnson, was on uh I think Joe Rogan podcast or something, right? And I was like, oh Okay, cool. I was like, I bet he got to call it fucking The Rock if he wanted to. And <laughs> they probably didn't take his stupid episode down.
1: <laughs> right? I was to
0: Tales from the Rock.
1: <laughs> I was surprised how quickly they took it down though because from the time I was working on it, wrote the episode description, hit save draft to pretty well when it disappeared and then when I was trying yes. to think, I was redoing it and then you sent me that message being like, hey, I got a weird spam email saying they took an episode down. And I was like, okay, I was wondering if it just didn't save because it disappeared. I think that whole thing was like 10 minutes, maybe? Like they took it down immediately. That makes sense. So it definitely wasn't a person that was reviewing it. It was definitely like some stupid robot that was like, oh, it has the words The Rock in it. It must be about music.
0: Yeah, I wonder if you like. Yeah, what happens if that persists and you're like, no, I should be able to call it this.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it His was name weird.
0: Is the Rock Johnson. No, it was immediate though. You're right when you said that. I was like, yeah, yeah it because it came and I I told you to me. I'm kind of on like a spam alert from like work and stuff. So I was like, this looks weird and spammy, like
1: because yeah,
0: it, I didn't find it had a lot of info in it. It just wanted you to click the link, like violates whatever whatever and i was like oh, i don't want to click the link this seems weird yeah but then i think i saw you were maybe working on it because i went to check and i was like okay she did put an episode like yeah. with that basic name so i'm like what's going on here
1: <laughs> that the one you saw was the one i was making uh and re trying to remember oh, my do. description and everything Uh, that was working on right when you messaged me because I was already redoing it I had already noticed it was gone I was already working to redo it when you sent me that so then after I read through and realized what the violation they so-and-so called violation was I went back (laughs) and changed the episode title but I had already like remade the episode again
0: Oh, that sucks when the description doesn't save.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: not, I hate like, that. Like, Microsoft Word, and sometimes I get worried. Yeah, I
1: thought it was just a, <laughs> a weird glitch, and it just didn't save. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I mean, it was weird. Like, come on, you guys. Just like... Yeah.
0: Wendy, I wonder you ever taken any notice of our episodes before, anyway. <laughs>
1: never! They've never... <laughs> oh everyone was has time.
0: murder everything that's like <laughs> the one random episode i think it was one of our funny criminal episodes i noticed that it had a a link on it was like find out more about covid or something and i don't even think it's there anymore but at the time i was like oh what that's odd like <laughs> weird
1: we <laughs> didn't put that there
0: nope <laughs> don't know why it would have anything to do with that because it was like Weird. one of our stupid criminals or like you know just one of the funny ones yeah hmm. but anyway um you guys will probably uh be hearing which what we do like about our um hosting platform <laughs> at this time in this episode or or possibly you've heard at this time because um yeah, we've got a nice hosting platform that we like, and we might be having some ads from them. So you guys, you might hear yeah. that, but we're not going to be like crazy ad people yet. I mean, I think, I think we'd have to have more listens for that, but <laughs> yeah, if you but hear an be- ad and it's got a code, like use it. Cause you know, that'll help us and help
1: yeah, help
0: our partners and stuff. So yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but uh Yeah, definitely keep, keep, you know, liking and subscribing because uh, (laughs) we don't have the big money sponsors yet. (laughs) No, nope. (laughs) Although we're moving on up. So we're happy to be like partnering with people where we can. So that's always fun.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. Um,
0: I don't know if I have any. Ugh, I don't have any fun facts. No. Um, no, nothing fun. I was uh, even talking about freaky and fatal news facts with Pat before we recorded. So just, you know, I don't know. <laughs> what I don't know if you'd heard cuz he told me cuz he he's the big hockey fan, right? So this is something that's kind of been in like hockey news, I guess. Um but also sticks with me because it's kind of a freaky phobia nightmare I have of something like this happening but there was a hockey player I guess who used to play for the um, Pittsburgh Penguins um, and he got struck in the neck during play with a skate and Ooh. he died afterward oh my like, yeah yeah so that's pretty Like I'm terrified of for of like for whatever reason, like trying to learn how to skate and stuff. I'm like, I'm scared of skates. They're sharp. Or like, you know, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like trying to learn to ride a bike or something when you're older, where you're like, I'm gonna fall and it's gonna hurt. And I've always been like terrified of that, where I'm like, Yeah, did I get killed in a freak skating accident in a past life? No, I don't think so. But when like Pat told me that happened, I was like, that is terrifying
1: is that recent because i feel like i've heard that before okay
0: yeah well
1: because hockey can get rough
0: and people have had like head injuries and died there's a a pretty famous one in canada um not too long ago that they mentioned in the article that i'd heard of with marty mcsorley or i think was that guy's name but this one was um like a very young man named Adam Johnson. He was only 29 years old when he died. It's like,
1: that's
0: shitty. Yeah. It's kind of true crimey, right? Like just playing against, he was actually playing, um, this team in England now. Like, I don't think he's playing for the NHL anymore. He's playing the Nottingham Panthers and it was on October 28th. So it was very recent. Yeah. It was this year. Um, and like, um, this, I guess the opponent player from Sheffield was named Matt Petgrave, and he collided with another player, and then with Adam Johnson, and they both end up f- falling to the the ice. But but uh, you know, yeah. nothing's been like charges. I think are being brought against him now because there, it really because there was like a kicking motion. Um, Oh, okay. And the skate hit his neck.
1: Yeah, shit.
0: Yeah, if you do something deliberate and it leads to someone's debilitating injury, like, yeah, you can get in trouble for sure. Even though I heard someone say the other day, I didn't know that you could watch hockey and fights are allowed. (laughs) I think someone said that on Smart List Podcast. Yeah. I was like, I mean, to an extent, yeah, like... People, but you—they get penalized for it, of course, and all this, right? Like they don't let things get out of hand. It's crazy, like yeah. they used to do in the '80s, and you know, <laughs> people coming down from the stands with chairs or whatever. Like I don't, that stuff doesn't really happen anymore. But the players will still have a good like back and forth. Will uh, grab onto each other, and they, you know, exchange some blows, and they're spinning around on their little skates or whatever. But then once yeah. they get down to the to the like, if they, yeah, if they end up down, then the refs pull them apart they, they don't want these terrible injuries anymore <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> so yeah it just really really scary like that that really scares yeah, me for sure know. but i'm glad that there's gonna be like some repercussions and maybe i don't know so i think some yeah charges or whatever it's being looked at so that's good but mm. Not a fun fact, just a no. <laughs> depressing news thing I learned that I yeah you know, couldn't get out of my head and had to unload on you all. I'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> scary though, right? yeah, I mean, I don't know i I don't watch sports and I have like absolute no interest in sports, nothing. yeah
0: but but we talk about death
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) crimes
0: so to that one to me is it's pretty bad if someone like deliberately does something allegedly right like we don't know but it would seem like in this case that might be the case so that just that scares me
1: oh okay yeah they'll have to figure it out yeah
0: yeah you're not supposed to die playing them Professional sports, <laughs> not unless it's later on after your repeated head injuries and all that fun stuff. Yeah, right? I was gonna
1: say plenty of people die playing professional sports,
0: or unfortunately, kill their whole families after they get that uh, he- repeated head injury um, condition. I think it's CTE yeah. or something, and they get like multiple concussions. Because, yeah, there was a wrestler, Chris Benoit, who, like, killed his whole family, and we never covered that one, because I just find it very depressing. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah. But, you know, you guys come to us for the true crime. We have to... (laughs) Yeah. About the depressing shit sometime. It's your turn.
1: Your turn to talk about something dark. I feel bad now. (laughs) Well, we decided to do uh international true crime episode because it's been a really long time since yeah. we did one that's yeah. true overdue so <laughs> yeah we decided to head over to africa uh because we yeah. have at least a few listeners i guess uh coming from kenya yeah a few different countries probably yeah it's really cool uh we so shout like out if you're more. <laughs> still listening <laughs> to our kenyan listeners then whoop, whoop. i hope you enjoy well i don't know if you'll enjoy my segment it's still a a pretty new and recent uh like evolving situation i couldn't find a ton of oh. updates so yeah those I, are like
0: intimidating to do for sure Is stuff still yeah, happening.
1: i found just, like, stuff keep saying
0: allegedly <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know well this isn't allegedly it's- definitely happened there's a lot going on in it uh i'm sure you have the facts yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was actually quite a few sources talking about it i was surprised i didn't remember hearing about it
0: uh yeah i think we get the western news here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's which makes me sad because then it's not till we go digging into certain countries right that we're like Okay, I've never heard of this or I would probably never hear of this if I wasn't specifically looking up Kenyan crimes.
1: Yeah, like my yeah. my sources, I had two articles from CNN, I had one from Time magazine, oh, okay. one from the New York Times, one from BBC. Like I'm so everybody <laughs> was, everybody was talking about it and I was like, "How did I not hear at least a headline about this? I don't remember seeing it. It's really? crazy." Yeah. Um, okay, I did
0: not get those, but then okay, you did yeah. give me a heads up as to what type of crime you're covering, so I'm excited. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I didn't look up pronunciations of anything because I didn't have <laughs> too much, and I just finished my notes today. Uh, fair, but
0: this has I kind of been finished mine yet as of time of recording.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're Deep doing my segment, curtain. we'll have to come back for Alana's. <laughs> we're fine, um, we're fine. <laughs> but this has been dubbed uh or i guess nicknamed the i think it's pronounced shaka hola uh, hola oh. massacre oh is this um, the place name oh
2: yeah massacre.
1: yeah it's pretty bad Shit. um yeah so there was one thing i wanted to start off with i did tell alana it's uh, about a cult And then I didn't want to say any more. I was going to say she did.
0: She did not say a massacre. And then I was like, what type of crime? Ooh, a massacre. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know it was that. (laughs) To be fair. Uh, Okay, just had to say that. (laughs) Creepy.
1: Yeah, one of the sources, and I wanted to start with this. It says, in Kenya, there is an old joke that if you lose your job, you're supposed to start a church or a charity. Oh, yeah
0: <laughs> that's interesting uh a church some a th-
1: charity yeah i guess it's an old joke
0: i guess we uh, didn't start a charity then <laughs>
1: nah <laughs> it also said in kenya it's very like a deeply religious place uh with religion reaching far into different levels of government and that hunger And stuff often leads people into following the wrong leaders, such as those who aren't seeking to help people. They're seeking more so like control over people, like a cult leader. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Want a following for all the wrong reasons.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And unlike Roman Catholic or Anglican churches, many evangelical churches are run by independent preachers and have little to no oversight over what they're teaching. And okay. yeah, uh, it also said that about half of Kenyans are evangelical, which is a high, a far higher pro- uh, proportion than in the USA. Um, that was yeah, one of the sources. Like so yeah,
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, it seemed like when that. I was reading, um, they were saying like there's some problems, and because of this, there's talk now about maybe cracking down on some more of the kind of more radicalized preachers and stuff that have been kind of allowed or like ignored um in the last few years so we'll see maybe good word (laughs) good changes yeah
0: yeah if only they could do that with some of the pseudo religions in
1: in north america (laughs) Um, so our story begins with Paul Nathingi Mackenzie. I'll just be calling him Mackenzie. Uh, he grew up in rural... Is that his last name?
0: Mackenzie? Yeah. Sorry. Mackenzie. Oh,
1: okay. uh, he grew up in rural Kowail County in southeastern Kenya. And in the 1990s, he moved to Malindi, which is a coastal town. Uh, I think it's kind of like a touristy area. they said that it was like two different touristy areas and this kind of happened in the middle of them.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: yeah, so he began working as a taxi driver. A co-worker during that time says that Mackenzie was unusually confrontational towards authority and said that once Mackenzie went to court to dispute a fine from a minor traffic violation. I mean, I've heard of people doing okay. that before. So yeah, he yeah, really didn't if like if it was slippery. <laughs> yeah. Icy. <see. laughs> uh, he really hated losing and uh this like coworker says he always stood his ground. Um oh, okay. Yeah. Uh it said that Mackenzie was always deeply religious and he was attending a Baptist church for a few years. Uh, when in 2003, Mackenzie abandoned his job as a taxi driver and founded his own church, the Good News International Ministry uh, Church, and that was in Melindi where he was living.
0: Good News International. Okay.
1: Yeah, he started it with this lady, and we'll get into it too much, but uh he kind of started it she was fronting the money for it and he was kind of preaching at it because and he was getting really popular and then they had like a falling out and he basically at at that point had like indoctrinated one of her daughters to like go with him when he goes to the other place and Uh -uh. yeah bad stuff happens so Mm mm-hmm yeah, there's some not, more information. Not good
0: news, bad news bears.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's more information if you want to look up that whole thing. There was stuff about what him, because they, like, closed that church down. And, yeah, there was all the oh. stuff about, like, he didn't own the property and blah, blah, blah. And they were in fights or trying to sue each other and all that kind of stuff. But
0: Okay. I was just going to say, I just never trust anybody that's got to put, like, good in their own title or company name or
1: (laughs) the good news good news international yeah yeah it's kind of the whole like um
0: joffrey prince joffrey being like i'm the king if you have to say that you're the king then you obviously are you know have no power or whatever his freaking grandfather says to him tywin (laughs) oh like You know, we're good, we're good, we promise. It just seems a little too, like, (laughs) doth protest too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Many members of the community uh, joined Mackenzie's church with their families. Uh, He was really popular for his fiery sermons. It said that he drew in everybody, including a local flight attendant, uh, social workers, paramilitary police, and professionals all across Kenya. Um, so it was, like, well-off people. It wasn't just, like, poor, um, people or, um, easy victims. Like, he he was influential enough. There was many different types of, uh, people that he was, that were, like, interested in what he was saying, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't have to be, like, I think that is kind of the stereotype sometimes, that you have to be, like, uneducated or... Yeah, uncultured to be victim of a cult or attracted to something that turns out to be a cult <laughs> like
1: yeah this is like that's you know crazy so i think it just shows to <laughs> goes to show how influential somebody can be
0: over oh for it. sure like the trust you can have yeah yeah and the faith in them yeah.
1: Because this isn't even like hundreds of people. This is hundreds of families get involved mm. in this. It's crazy. Oh, uh, the whole families. Then they're yeah. born into it. And oh, yeah. It's terrible. So, according to an assistant pastor, uh, during this time, he drew in significant following. Uh, he was quoted saying, "In the beginning, the church was good. There were no issues. The sermons were normal. But from 2010, his end time messages began, and it happened step by step." He says, um, "This is that assistant pastor goes on saying that Mackenzie slowly changed his message. Now, telling his followers to pull their children out of school, he asked them to discard their any government IDs." Uh, to stop going to hospitals for any sort of treatment and like not, not trust doctors, not, not believe in medical science, all that stuff. And to start preparing for the end of the world. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. And if you're wrong, then we're screwed. (laughs)
1: Right. Uh, Right. March, 2017, is seemed to be the first time police got involved. Uh, They ended up searching Mackenzie's compound. They called it and found 43 children that were living there who were not attending school um he was charged with offering education at an unregistered facility um so i think this is when he was still running the regular church um but mm-hmm. a plea bargain allowed yeah. him to keep um keep teaching quote unquote the kids um and for them to like not have to go to a registered school oh weird yeah, he took some sort of plea deal. Hate um, that. <laughs> another source said in two thousand seventeen he was charged with like, um, like terrorism and like indoctrinating people and all this stuff. Oh my god! Um, I couldn't really find that more than just the one source, uh, so I am not too sure about that one. But a lot Sounds of like them talked stuck about. to him like. Regardless. It really didn't. It didn't. Wow. I
0: hate that. Then, oh, that happens too much.
1: Right? This is a few times. Uh, the next one seemed to be in 2018. Authorities had started paying more attention to Mackenzie, and they arrested him and detained him for his anti-government stance. Uh, but he was never actually prosecuted mm-hmm. with anything. Um. Oh, this is a quote from the former assistant pastor, again, saying okay. that is um after this arrest sorry was when he said that god had told him to close his church and that he was no longer a pastor um oh. mackenzie would soon start his forest scheme um agnes one of his followers um from the church says that he charged them around 80 dollars for each of them to own a patch of land Uh, she's quoted saying there was more than a thousand people living in the forest um and the assistant pastor followed it up saying that he believes it was close to 300 families that moved into the forest with him
0: oh so they're just like tent city
1: tent camp yeah like in the forest (laughs) so um Hmm. Yeah, like, a lot of these families, if the whole family didn't move, it broke up a lot of people. So many people in Kenya had no idea where their loved ones had even disappeared to, because they were just broke off all contact and, like, moved oh. out into the middle of nowhere. They're, like, an hour and a half away by vehicle. Like, they're in the middle oh, of wow. fucking nowhere. They have no access yeah. to buildings, nothing. They're in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, they just, like, drop off the grid, and then they stay off.
1: Yeah. So the... Yeah. What I could find about where they were living, the Shaka Hola Forest, it's a two-hour drive from Kenya's coastal tourist town, uh, Malindi. That's what it was. Yeah, it is the tourist town. So uh-huh. that's where the church originally was. Um, but that's closed now. Uh, the property okay. they were living on was 800 acres of what was described as sun-scorched wasteland uh, with, like, a few shrubs and, like, really thin spindly trees. Like, nothing, no shade, no grass. Oh, no. Uh yeah. Uh there there'll be like a few pictures. I I did run across a few pictures. Um oh, cool. not a whole lot, okay. but there is like an aerial shot and it yeah, it looks like shrubs and what you could possibly describe as trees, but it is not trees <laughs> from what you're thinking about. They do look very sad. Like right. Charlie Brown, not the landscape fucking... we're
0: probably used to and
1: Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It's twigs and yeah, and we we live in what can-
0: is considered, like, Canada's prairie land, and we're used to yeah. more trees than that.
1: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, so once the group was isolated into the forest, the cult started taking an even darker turn. Uh, the community seemed to be split into eight separate settlements, I guess, uh, each operating under their own biblical name, uh, like Galilee, Jerusalem, Judea, and Bethlehem. Uh-huh. um yeah those were all the ones i saw named but there was apparently eight of them uh they lived in makeshift homes of polythene uh sheeting and thatch so like nothing basically like you said tents uh, they're living in like right plastic
0: something they, they fucking... could come up with on alone when they have to make their own um lean twos and <laughs> <Yeah>. uh structures <laughs> Some Probably. of them are pretty impressive, though, the way people, like, either yeah. build, like, their own little, like, log cabin or just have wow. so many, like, branches and make, like, a sort of a dugout or... Yeah, I like watching Alone to see the different people employ their different survival skills, and I'm like, I could never do this! Ever! Yeah! <laughs> I would die! <laughs> right? Of loneliness. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times what gets them, too. It's It's pretty... Like, they have, oh. they'll have enough food to last. They'll have a great um, structure or, like, whatever you want to call it. So they're like, oh, no, I got a home. I'm good for the elements. And then they'll just be, like, missing their family or whatever. And then they just yeah. they tap out. Pat and I call it tap yes. and talk. They start thinking about their wife and kids or, or their mm-hmm. husband or whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah weirdly it seems that mackenzie apparently had a youtube channel or something he had going on oh okay yeah Mm. some sources even said he was like able to put his sermons and everything he was doing out in the forest they were being broadcasted on live on tv or something crazy because it said that hundreds Mm. of people all across africa were watching him and then his views online were like crazy. There was people watching him, even not in, living in Africa. So yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, on
0: YouTube, I can see that, but it's like
1: yeah, but on TV, broadcast. the one yeah. the one girl there was a quote from somebody saying her and her sister used to try and leave work early on certain days or something, or rush home from work to catch oh. his broadcast on TV on time. So. <laughs> it's on like that. What is that?
0: Uh, public radio or the cheap not radio but public TV public access TV or something that like uh, everybody local can get on or whatever I remember they went on on that 70s show
2: (laughs) they're like nobody's Mm.
0: watching this Jackie
1: (laughs) you're not a star (laughs) but yeah, so his YouTube channel I guess he posted videos where he encouraged his followers to reject modern aspects of life and the examples oh. one of the sources used was like wearing wigs or using digital payment services. Okay. Wigs are actually
0: pretty old, <laughs> right? 1700s and, ring a bell when people are wearing those like old ass yeah. white curly wigs to like, you know, just look like a gentleman.
2: Yeah. What the hell. <laughs> uh
1: Weird. Who is this? Oh, this is a quote from one of mackenzie's youtube videos it said i heard the voice of christ telling me that the work i gave you to preach end time messages for nine years has come to an end uh and then i think this is a separate quote saying i followed the voice that told me that i had finished the work that's what he was saying in one of the videos i guess yeah Did he say anti messages end time (laughs)
0: end time i'm sorry yeah right because he's the end time prophet or whatever yeah okay gotcha 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 uh
1: yeah so like these are being broadcast like youtube online and maybe the tv uh mackenzie's prophecies Hmm. were having a huge impact on the cult members lives um one of the girls oh this is agnes um because she's one of the only ones that have ever given their name and like come forward with too oh, much information
2: good That's yeah brave. it's
1: yeah it's really good mm. um because a lot of the people are not cooperative um yeah. so it's making things a little harder sure uh so it seems like agnes she ended up shaving her head um and entered into some sort of church arranged marriage um oh. yeah that sucks i mean i'm sure that wasn't her idea <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem like it um she was quoted as saying some of his preaching turned into reality he said that diseases would come and then the coronavirus came so that just like perfectly fucking lined up the diseases uh, right yeah All of and them. then it says <laughs> in 2022 is when she moved her whole family into the forest um oh she has like since escaped with them um i'm I'm
0: sorry when did he or when
1: did this initially kind of start again they moved into the forest in fuck when was this like 2018 after he got away with the second Um, arrest um he kind of thought like nobody can touch me they're not doing anything um right okay okay
0: but it's not been like decades yet
1: no so. but he had his like other preaching church like he started right. at the church with his followers in 2003 so it had been almost 20 right. years for some of them that have been like following him so except
0: most people will argue with you that 2003 was not 20 years ago I think I had
2: to tell that to <laughs> Pat the other day
0: I mean, it came out like 10 years ago I'm like uh,
1: 2003
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: okay okay
1: um yeah uh according to court affidavit Mackenzie told his followers that the end of the world was imminent he said it was going to be april 15th of 2023 and that they all needed the taxes
0: have to go in
1: (laughs) (laughs) well they're not paying taxes they're living in the middle of fucking nowhere that is true (laughs) yeah
0: that's probably why they started it as a religion to get out of paying
1: taxes (laughs) i don't know (laughs) <laughs> uh, he said that they all needed to start fasting so that they would all die before then. Uh, he was quoted, or oh. er, according to the affidavit, he was quoted as saying that the fasting would start with the children until the last child died, and then followed by the youth, and then with them, the women, and lastly the men, and after all the men were gone, he would be the last one to die, and they would all ascend to heaven
0: oh yeah as if you're gonna kill yourself right everything Uh, always has to happen to everyone else beneath you but you don't have to abide by those rules
1: yeah at least not at first uh a says that as time went on life in the cult became more and more extreme there was apparently monthly meetings where mackenzie would tell them what jesus had said to him uh, Agnes thankfully escaped oh, okay. from the cult in September of 2022 after being told that she couldn't get help from another woman to deliver her third child.
0: Oh my uh, god. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think that was maybe viewed as like medical assistance, which they didn't seem to believe in. So yeah, Agnes it's really was very- like not at all. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. they are okay. I've got
0: yeah. nothing. I don't know what to say. I don't want to offend anybody if their religion, but but then like if your religion doesn't believe in something that could help save you, then I don't really. think it your is child's life a great yeah. legitimate religion? I'm just saying it. Yeah, and like the Sinisterhood just did like a three part series on Jehovah's Witnesses, and
1: oh like, yeah,
0: I knew some growing up. I didn't realize that that was. Well, like, you know, it's one of those words, religion, bordering on cult, right? Like, they, yeah. like, I'm kind of scared to say that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like, they just, it's like Scientology, right? Like, you're like, can you yeah. prove that you're a real religion or that you're just, like, trying to fuck with people kind of thing?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so some family members, like during this whole time from 2018, some family members of the cult members that were in the forest were able to locate them um, and successfully rescue members like over the years, while Mm -hmm. others had arrived too late to save all of their family members, especially um, since they started starving themselves. (sighs) Um, Yeah, it was really With the youngest
0: ones, too. Yeah, there was
1: people that's that were arriving and, like, yeah, all the kids were already dead. Um, oh, my God. And the parents are there and then, yeah, it's, like, crazy. Oh, um, the
0: horrors they inflict on children in these things, it's, like... Yeah. That's... You're a
1: monster. Um, vil- Village elders in a nearby, um, like, forest, I think. So, like, not the same one. Um, They notified authorities that they were finding starving children um, who were escaping, it seemed, from the, like, community. Um, As early as late 2022, I couldn't really get, like, an exact date. In 2023, a local man had told police that his brother and wife had starved their children to death on Mackenzie's orders. Uh, officers went to the forest and located the children's shallow graves. Um, a third child who was weak and emaciated but alive ended up being able to be rescued. Um, oh, but like, my God, that that uncle, like his one nephew, like or niece or nephew is still alive, but the other two had already died. Um, that's yeah. just that's just so
0: scary how it goes
1: such a slippery slope from
0: you I don't know watch a video or something that like you know kind of takes you on the way to you watch another one and another one and then you're brainwashed and then your fucking whole family is dead because of you because of what you believed in and your children who are minors cannot you know contradict their parents enough to
1: yeah because some of them were born
0: like there yeah the fact of them having to try and like escape and stuff yeah. Like somehow to me that almost like hits harder than hearing that the, the ones that died and they're just like and they're just like slowly starving. Like, oh my god, yeah.
1: Kelsey, this is horrible. Uh, so after that, after like that guy reported that to police and they rescued the kid, um, Mackenzie was arrested. He was briefly <sighs> detained, but upon okay. his release, he moved up the date of the end of times. Um <sighs> Oh, he had moved it up. It was supposed to be in August. Now it was April 15th. Sorry, I mixed up. The oh. So he had originally said it was August. Now it's April 15th. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, police once again entered the forest after getting a different tip. Uh, they again discovered multiple starving people as they um, attempted to take them to the hospital. Uh, multiple of these people died before they could be like taken to the hospital. um or they died at the hospital and Mackenzie was arrested again the next day and police after this began systematically combing the forest um because it's pretty crazy um yeah yeah there might be more escapees Mm -hmm. so april 21st 2023 is really when everything comes to light um they at this point had stumbled and began exhuming what they described as mass graves Uh, Which Uh. later made headlines, these ones, all around the world. Which is why I was shocked I hadn't heard about this. Because I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, it's crazy. Just earlier this year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That does seem very shocking. Although sometimes I just have to, like, kind of ignore the news. Like, you know what I mean? If it's not actively coming on on your TV and stuff, it can be hard because it's very depressing, as we all know, but... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, that is very surprising. Um, um But to have it covered so by it's... all those
1: newspapers, and we're like, nope, never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, my sources were like, CNN, Time Magazine, the New York Times. Wow. I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, I was not expecting to get those as my sources. I thought it was going to be more local, but... The, yeah, and mine were very local <laughs> yeah. yeah um so this is also um if you you don't look up the Shaka Hola um it's most often called Kenya's starvation cult um oh. Oh my god yeah and when i when i looked I up like that. kenyan true crime this was one of the first things that came up was like starvation cult 2023 april and i was like wow this is really recent I guess I was it like, would. <laughs> and then i was like oh my god i was reading this i was like what the fuck um yeah so that's what it's most often yeah, called no. Kenyan starvation cult uh so with this like the exhuming of these mass graves all these group secrets finally were coming to light um, especially mackenzie's secrets like fuck oh, uh investigators feared that they had uncovered one of the worst mass suicides ever um, with each of the eight settlements having dozens of unmarked graves um, wow uh, many
0: the, of the graves are yeah, yeah they're I... just
1: leaving them open yeah
0: well and and i was expecting just like one big pit from i guess my only references of mass
1: graves i've seen before i
0: don't know but like yeah like I, they talk about like divots
1: and like
0: multiple holes it looks
1: yeah like. they're basically like side by side like a fucking right. um cemetery
0: yeah they probably just kept running out of room and then being like let's dig more holes and put bodies in there
1: yeah um, uh many of the cult's members at this time were still alive uh, they really had a problem because a lot of them, like most of them, didn't want to leave the forest. And police basically had to drag them out. Um,
0: that sounds they, very Jim Jones and the drinking the Kool-Aid and the
1: people's yeah, temple. Yeah. The forest uh, and the isolation. Yeah. A doctor that was trying to treat some of the members was quoted as saying when they got to the hospital, some gave false names. Others refused to be treated. They didn't want to be helped and they didn't want to miss out like they didn't want to miss out because they were supposed to be getting to heaven like they were told if they didn't starve themselves to death they wouldn't get into heaven so that's basically that's what they're doing
0: Sad.
1: yeah so they're refusing treatment or refusing to cooperate <sighs> because of that um it's also
0: sad when people do that on the on children's behalf that the children can't to accept the life-saving treatment because like sometimes you know it's like no you're the minor if your parent believes that you shouldn't have this then you shouldn't have this and unless the state or someone can come in and intervene
1: then there's like nothing they can do which is so fucked up uh so after continuing to refuse food a bunch of the uh members that were i guess rescued i'd say Mm -hmm. um they were assessed by psychiatrists Uh, Many were in a nearby rescue center where there was therapists who were trying to, like, work with them and break these emotional and psychological ties they said that they had with Mackenzie. Um, Didn't really, yeah, didn't work. (laughs) A lot of them were just sent back to um, basically to be housed. And then they weren't really doing anything with them because so many of them were just so uncooperative and still Mm. refusing to eat. So far um, gone yeah, yeah uh by Fuck. mid-march um so uh they had already exhumed like 300 bodies um okay. from the cult uh, many ministry not not many Ministry officials said that scores of mass graves still remained that they were working oh. through and Kenya's state psych er, state pathologist says many of the remains found. Uh, show signs of extreme starvation. Uh, some had been smothered, and a few showed blunt force trauma. Um, some had even had their organs removed, um, and there was like dozens upon dozens of children because um, they were the first to be killed. Like by the time they saved them, most of the children were already dead. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, in a world where many, many children are already starving to death. Right? This is just sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, The president and other senior leaders have since apologized to Kenyans uh, for their slow response. Because, like, I talked about those first reports about the kids escaping, that, like, the other Mm. village people had sent in, and then the ones about the one cult leader that had called his brother to be like, yeah, we already starved our kids. And then the police got involved and rescued the yeah. one child that was, like, the year before. So, yeah, they had had a few chances to properly uncover what was going on. Um, So they have really been kind of... Got the shit. And, like... um. They yeah, have it next sucks
0: to- but that sounds like that's so common because that yeah. reminded me of the one i was talking about the last time we did the cults or whatever that was in canada and there was much child abuse oh, going yeah. on and and i remember that authorities you know ha- had heard about it because they had been moved around or whatever i can't remember exactly yeah. but it's just like it's as frustrating as when like someone tries to get like a restraining order against someone else and you're like you've got the authorities involved but because they're yeah. the authorities like their hands are tied and we need like, we need like a vigilante in these situations that is yeah. just outside the law like it's my favorite kind of books but and but you know yeah <laughs> someone who can just like
1: fuck their shit up you know yeah oh. <laughs> um yeah so this is when like the president and these senior officials in the government had made these promises now to better regulate religious sex that they know about um and what okay. they might be doing um i have a <laughs> quote it says without a doubt i can say definitively had the police responded sooner uh then lives would have been saved i feel as a oh, country we yeah. have failed these kenyans that was Khalid Hussein, the director of Hacky Africa, a group that helped expose the cult.
0: Uh, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's probably not, certainly not wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, Jeez. Yeah, so Mackenzie, age 50, uh, is under investigation over acu- accusations of murder, terrorism, and other crimes. Uh, at a hearing, Mackenzie denied all knowledge of the mass graves in the forest, saying, quote, I can tell nothing about that because I've been in custody for two months. This was at the time. Um, so I don't sure, know what is going but, um, on outside there. Have you been there? Uh, that's what he said to CNN. Uh, when he was asked about his followers God. starving their children at his direction, he responded that he had, quote, never seen anybody starving, end quote.
0: What? So a he's twat. just
1: denying it all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, now that I've seen his picture and heard what an asshole he is, I can be like, yeah, you look like a twat too. Yeah. <laughs> look at uh, his eyes. Like, I can just picture him being like, what? I'm innocent. Given okay. the big eyes. Like, okay.
1: Uh, Mackenzie and about 30 of his closest followers have all been in custody since the mass graves were first discovered. So, like, back in April. Uh, multiple okay. of his followers died within the first few months as they had continued their hunger strikes and like refused to eat. Oh so they're, no! They're dropping. Like, yeah. Wow, um, that sucks. At least, like, even outside
0: yeah. of his influence, they couldn't be coerced yeah, they to just, save
1: themselves. Yeah, yeah, they still just believe so strongly. Yeah. Uh critics this this part really made me mad too critics have also blasted the kenyan government's response to the tragedy including the decision to prosecute survivors for attempted suicide which is crazy so the ones that are in the hospital that were still refusing to eat they were charging them with attempted suicide um yeah
0: Yeah, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. If they're willing to starve themselves to death, I don't think your threat of fucking... The the law is going to scare them too much. Yeah. If they're not scared of death.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There was a quote in the one source saying, charging the survivors with attempted suicide is inappropriate and will re-traumatize the survivors at a time when they most desperately require empathy, intense psychosocial assistance and rehabilitation mm. and community support
2: sure uh, that do. was
1: from In, Rosalyn, rehabilitation. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rosalyn Odidi who is chairperson of the Kenyan National Commission on Human Rights um, and she was saying that to a prominent Kenyan newspaper um, the fear of criminal charges is believed to have led some survivors to retreat back into hiding, into the forest again According oh, no. to KNCHR's press release, uh, Kenya's legal system classifies suicide as a misdemeanor and is punishable by up to two years in prison. So. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, they right.
0: They're going to prosecute that after you uh, committed Fuck. suicide?
1: Okay. I, I don't even know. I don't know what <laughs> uh, the only other thing I have like because it still kind of seems to be ongoing. I couldn't find
2: right. much
1: more. Uh, It just seems like they said kind of like with many cults, it had like all the hallmarks of like a good cult. So like the indoctrination over years and right. the focus should be about the leader um, and prosecuting him kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So investigators are focusing on building a case against Mackenzie, it seems. I couldn't find him having been charged with anything, like, I guess, like, served prison time or actually been sentenced to anything yet. So it seems like it's still ongoing. Right. Okay. Um, Well, hopefully it gets something. Yeah. Uh, It said, well, hundreds of families around Kenya are left wondering if their loved ones died a victim of the cult, like, because there was no communication like with the outside world so a lot of people that just are missing persons in Kenya they don't know if they ended up in the cult and they'll be identified or or not that's horrible uh one source or actually multiple said there's at least 613 people that remain missing in connection to the cult um some of those may be dead some of them could still be in the forest um yeah it said there's still some like Still starving themselves and just wandering through the forest. That's according to oh local officials. God. Um, Well, only 95 people have, like, successfully been rescued out of the forest. Out of, like, 300-some families. So.
0: That is so crazy. And
1: a lot of those 95 are the ones that are, like, refusing to eat. Or the 30 that, like, are being held with him that they were trying to charge with crimes and stuff. Okay. So yeah, it's really ongoing, but that's really the last I could get. There's still about 600 people missing. Um Oh my god. There's about 300 graves that they've successfully exhumed. They're having to do it in stages because the morgues of their morgues and all the surrounding areas are like so full that they literally have to wait for those bodies to like be gotten rid of before they can bring new ones in, so it's been a slow process. So, oh, yeah, wow. We'll see if they have any Best. more updates. Because those were yeah. the last ones I found. It was kind of like, what? Some some articles said they had been edited in June. I think that was the last time. Last oh, dates yeah, I saw on anything. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> see if so, it's the most
1: recent. Yeah. Nothing I mean, else had really that's been very updated. Recent. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Wow. But, nope. I yeah. no idea. Yeah, I didn't like, either. I don't even remember seeing clickbaity headlines about this nothing. No. Like,
0: no, it's yeah. weird what the news channels or whatever is controlling what we see. <laughs> Cause I know there's all those things about like whether Facebook can show us news now or whatever. But it's like it's yeah. weird what they decide to funnel to us. And what basically other people decide that we think should be important.
1: You know? Yeah. I think this is really important. It's crazy. And it affects like 300 families disappear into the forest. Like we could be talking at least a thousand people. Exactly. It's a big thing in at least
0: one other big country. And, And then we'll see things that are like obviously wars and conflicts are huge things too but it'll be like this is all you hear about is this war in this country right now for like a month or this is all you hear about and you know what I mean and you're just not getting any different yeah. like yeah I don't know I don't know I could just go on a rant now because I'm like I haven't heard about this and yeah, are in true crime and I don't know I don't know man
1: Yeah, it's it hear things now when podcasts cover them <laughs> right it makes me think of, what was it? Um, was it Wine and Crime? One of their first episodes was like lesser known cults or something. Oh, and they, they did, did that pretty early on, yeah. Yeah, they did that. the cult in Africa as well. I can't remember what it was, but it was like 10,000 people or something. That lady oh, that was running. Maybe. It was fucking insane too. Like Just stuff yeah. that we go... Or if it's back in time, we're
0: like, why didn't we hear about this in history? Like, how is it, it, all this other stuff is deemed more important and like all the interesting stuff seems to fall by the wayside. No, (laughs) But you
1: know, that's really crazy though. Um, I don't even,
0: I'm just like what? What?" Yeah.
1: I really hope he gets uh, charged with everything and Oh my god. I hope a lot of the people that they've rescued or they keep rescuing people i hope they can recover and yeah. have some semblance of a life going forward because yeah it's just awful Why does he how sound far like Canadian this went
0: prime minister too, paul mckenzie
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know it's only really his middle <laughs> name seemed to be
0: yeah very african of-
1: sounding oddly white yeah Yeah, that's what I thought the whole time when I was like his first name's Paul and then his last name's Mackenzie okay <laughs> maybe oh. his father's name but he seems I don't uh, know no, He's black that's for sure yeah <laughs> like, yeah I don't really no, know it. where that
0: is coming yeah. from the graves that's such a haunting picture yeah yeah i don't know
1: yeah there was one one lady that had even said um when they went and rescued her out of the forest or whatever um she said her grave had already been dug she knew which one was gonna be hers yeah like they were digging their own graves i'm
0: glad i didn't look at these pictures first too it was like Mass graves in the Shackahola Forest where 145 bodies have been exhumed. Literal, like, what looks like almost circus tents set up to, like, you know, yeah. deal with the cadavers. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, because they've,
1: they've unearthed, it seems like, at least 300 bodies um, from the latest updates I saw. So we'll see. Maybe I can do a follow-up in the future. If we hear any more, we can give you guys a a brief update one day, hopefully. Or if you guys want to follow the story yourselves. Right. It can be kind
0: of scary doing recent cases. I know the the one that I'm going to cover for this episode, too, was pretty recent. And, like, you know, it can be... And if they're unsolved and things like that, then you can be very... You know, skeptic or not skeptical, but a little um wary to to and leery to cover them because you're a little like,
1: yeah. oh, I just want to be careful. I don't want to, yeah, get my ass in trouble or whatever. So, right, this one we're good. Oh. This asshole definitely did this, so fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, wait for part two where we don't know yeah. who did. Great, yay! <laughs>
1: Oh, crazy case though. Good job. Thank you. I I thought about not covering it, and I was like, no. I think I no, think I cults that. are like always interesting, and well,
0: yeah. We don't have to limit them to our yeah. cult-centric episode. Yeah. I love when you surprise me when I'm like, she's gonna do a murder, and then you don't. <laughs> yeah, you surprise me a lot of the times too. I'm like,
1: oh, this is cool. It's not what I thought. <laughs> that's awesome
0: <laughs> yeah. love a good like mystery or yeah something something just weird and twisty yeah so all right
2: what is cause of crime What cause of crime is a true crime podcast that focuses on the cause of each crime We focus on the killers. We focus on the disappearances. We focus on the murderers. We focus on parties that could be responsible. We dive into theories. We dive into different things that could have happened, but we also give our opinions and we banter and we talk about it. And we give different points of view because we're different people. Our primary focus at Cause of Crime is to focus on the victims and their stories and keep them alive keep their stories going, keep their memories going. If they're long gone from this world or we just don't even know what happened to them, we want to keep them talked about. And that is our singular goal. My name is Tracy and I'm the primary host and creator of Cause of Crime. I created this podcast for this reason and one reason only, to keep talking about people that need to be talked about to keep doing this and using my voice to make sure i'm making some kind of difference so if you'd like to join us and dissect each cause of crime with us you are more than welcome to do so my co-hosts are dan and chris and they alternate each week you can check us out on all podcasting platforms at 11 a.m on every wicked wednesday and you can join the abnormals it's fun here join us won't you
0: Well, all our longtime listeners will definitely know that uh, recording a podcast is not always easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. So uh, you, you better believe, like, when we find something we like, that we're going to probably stick to it and not look for anything else. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I love Zencaster. Uh, when we tried it, we were like, okay, finally, I wanted to have the video. And it's what up to 4K video, which is pretty yeah. effing cool. I can see every pore on Kelsey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but it's a great video and like just really easy on this one. So like once we stopped recording on our, our phones, so I just I was like, yeah, this is the this is the one for us. So even though sometimes our computers fuck up it always <laughs> comes through for us in the end because uh we've never lost like a recording knock on wood and every time we've had to use it it's just been really great and really easy and everything's just recorded when we wanted it to which is you know it's a lot uh to ask for when you podcast as much as we do
1: <laughs> yeah It's nice that each of us has our own separate audio recording that you can download and edit. So (laughs) it makes when one of us is doing something or has something, it's easy. You can edit that out even with the other person was talking because you have two separate tracks that you can edit. Yeah, it's one of the reasons we love Zencaster. Definitely, it makes it a lot easier. And the audio quality is also a lot better uh, than any of the other th- uh, programs we tried using in the past.
0: Yes, it is the best. So go to ZenCaster.com slash pricing and use my code CRYPTIC, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any ZenCaster paid plan.
1: We want you to have the same easy experience as we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Keep it cryptic.
0: Oh my gosh, how are we going to start this? Okay, yes, we told them we were going to record a different day. We could just say,
1: welcome back. (laughs) It's a Saturday afternoon-ish.
0: Unless you're listening to this on... The day of release. And we all love you that yeah. do that. <laughs> Actually, I do have something I was going to tell you. Um, I went to the library and I picked up my books I had ordered, which were like my fiction, whatever. Whatever I'm into at the moment. They're still kind of on the history, some fantasy stuff, whatever, kick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I... I went over to the little true crime section and i picked up a few books from there too (gasps) cool what did they have also this one has like bite marks in it and it wasn't even my dog but i recognize dog bite (laughs) marks when i see them in a book oh wow (laughs) my dog sniffs my books occasionally licks my books especially when they come from the library or someone else's
1: house like oh just so many smells just <laughs> embedded in the paper
0: yeah so then I got this one called the killer across the table it is unlocking oh. the secrets of serial killers and predators with the FBI's original mind hunters
2: <gasps> is it
0: yeah. John uh, Douglas and John Mark- Douglas oh how do you say the other guy's name? All Shaker, All Shaker. Uh, uh, that one's a bit harder to say. <laughs> oh, I, it looks like All with an O. <laughs> if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I yeah. can't remember because there was like the the two guys and the girl were like the main ones, but they had a whole team. It was different than like the Mine Hunters TV show they did, where it was pretty confined to basically the three of them in real life there was a team of 20 or 30 people that were conducting these interviews they just like those three kind of helped set up the original almost questionnaire they were using sort of thing okay yeah it
0: just says that these are the authors of the original new york Times bestseller mindhunter
1: Oh, so that's cool!
0: Just, yeah. All right, I'll read it. And yeah. Maybe we'll have to do an episode on that or something because it's always cool when you can read a whole book, even if that, even if that one was not going to be a specific case, it's still going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, because I still have the Mine Hunter book. I've read through it and flagged all the parts when we were doing that Ed Kemper Patreon episode. Oh yeah, back in uh, our baby days. Yeah. <laughs> It was very sporadic. It'd be like, I don't know, every few chapters a different person would get mentioned, but it was kind of like a paragraph here and there between different behaviors that they determined were kind of pretty common between all of them so it was very sporadic when you're like trying to follow different Mm -hmm. killers in that book you're just like oh here's one paragraph about them and 60 pages later here's another little blurb about (laughs) their childhood and then 20 pages later here's a sentence about them it's like okay piece it together (laughs) yeah basically it's not like one chapter about each person
0: yeah um yeah, I don't mind books like that, but not all the time. Yeah, I haven't I don't... read too many. Yeah, I haven't read too many true crime full length books. I did read one that was on that, um, that kidnapping and um, abduction and holding of the three women uh, by the Ariel De Castro guy asshole.
1: Oh um, yeah, I think you mentioned yeah, that to me and...
0: before. Cassie, now I'm having trouble remembering their names because it's been a while since I read it. But yes, that one I I
1: read. But yeah. yeah. That would be hard Good. to read. That would be a really hard one.
0: It was. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of um dimensions of the sexual abuse and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Wow. I mean, not... Obviously, they themselves wouldn't want to like, describe it so many times in graphic detail. But yeah, those books are definitely rough. It's, you know... It's hard to yeah. tell these stories sometimes, it, it, like even being a podcaster too, because you're like, it's it's sure. rough.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And we can't dip out, we just have to hear the cases <laughs> the
1: other person brings. Yeah. Maybe we can zone out and stare at the wall in front of us, and then just be like, occasionally be like, yeah, sure, Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I have to jot down a note
0: or two because I'll be like, "What if I don't remember at all what Kelsey's case is about <laughs> when I go yeah, to the show?" Yeah, sometimes there's notes. just
1: too many names. There's too many names. Sometimes it's yeah. hard to write something because there's just you know going into it. There's so much going on. It can be hard. True. Yeah, <laughs> to keep track of when you're even doing your notes, let alone where you're like, I'm gonna have to explain this to somebody. Like, it's, it's gonna make sense to anybody other than me we just
0: keep it vague there so you get the real story in the show <laughs> keeps yeah. the mystery yeah you usually get at least like who the cases are about
1: which... yeah you get a little blurb
0: well I find it's helpful to know who. The, like yeah if you're, especially if you're searching for an episode we've talked about this you guys know you listen to podcasts you're here <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Okay, so today to continue our um, true crimes from Kenya, we are covering the uh, the murder. It's a murder. I'm
1: just gonna say it. It's a murder. Wow, wow. Well, it's the true crime episode. Yeah. Well,
0: and uh, even even murder might be a little bit of conjecture. So this is the tale of Mercy Kano, is what I'll say.
1: Oh, okay. So it's about
0: a girl named Mercy. Yeah.
1: Um, That's a cool name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a trend in the family because her sister's name is Faith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> They're both pretty. I think I finally managed to upload a picture of her to the drive. So you have one picture oh, okay. and then... yeah, I can go look. Yay. There will be a video that I will be... Oh, yeah. to you later too yeah okay so um mercy was a young university student university student from kenya who was earning her master's in journalism oh wow yeah she uh, was as her dad put it a charming young woman which was really cute <laughs> he seemed very nice um he's in the video she loved to garden and she was always happy in her garden. And she would use that spot to like chat to her parents and catch up with them. And so that was just kind of like, yeah, her little happy place. <laughs> um, so this was before she attended an upscale party with some powerful and rich people. And in the aftermath was unfortunately never seen again alive.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. There's the hook. <laughs> no. <laughs> um Wow, it took me so long to figure out the date on this one because it was June 17th, 2011. But the very first blurb I read in the listicle when I was choosing cases had it in July of 2007, oh, okay. which happened to be the year and month my daughter was born. So then that was in my head the whole time, and nothing else was mentioning the date like over and over again, like they will in most articles. Remember, I didn't have the New York Times articles. I yeah. had all more like local news as you you were putting it, which is like, yeah, it was okay. But I had to watch some videos and stuff to get some more information. Um, so, yeah, 2011. A private party she goes to with her aunt, um, which I did never find a spelling on her name. It was, they said it um shock it was it started with shocko and i was trying to look up the spelling and oh i should have at least put the phonetic spelling because it was uh it was different um damn it sorry (laughs) literally it was nowhere i searched mercy kano's aunt's name and like none of the articles Uh, had
1: it yeah i could probably go back it was
0: in the video probably under her like when you watch on tv and they have their name and the like captions under them
1: oh that's probably
0: the only spot where they ever probably showed it (laughs) damn shocky i'm gonna call her shocky for short (laughs) or just her aunts um her aunt was in and out not really with her for a lot of the time um from the party which maybe you want to open up the can you click on the youtube video too because there's like some talking at the first of it and it doesn't get into like stuff uh, that's really relevant for like a, probably a minute or two I don't know oh okay okay yeah I'm gonna get Kelsey to pull up the video cause it's gonna and wa- get her to watch some parts cause it's gonna <gasps> be pretty relevant here
1: oh my god for <laughs> I was like watching something looks like she's being fucking ad- abducted is that her
0: um yeah there's gonna be some CCTV footage that's Whoa. um I thought it mostly started out with like kind of her movements during the party and who she was talking to and stuff like that. But then there is definitely some stuff where like she's uh, being shown being like forcibly being removed from the party as well.
1: Okay. So let me describe. The entryway hallway or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. There's like also a stairwell that she was being taken down possibly at the same time or at a later time. Okay. I'll have a little bit more of a timeline, but. I didn't know oh, it was okay. going to go right into
1: that part.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was, was like 13 seconds in. I'm
1: like, wait, what's happening? Oh my God. Well,
0: this was, there was like a three part video and this was oh, okay. um, part three that had a lot of the, the video uh, portion. Okay. So it does, it because it probably does go in probably, probably right out of the gate now that I think about it.
1: Yeah. Just bam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I honestly oh, thought there I... was more of her, her dad talking. I her. see her dad talking now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> like no trigger warning, right? Um, okay, so the party was held at these private residences and this is where uh a William Kabogo lived in Washi or Wasini luxury homes. Um he was a uh, member of Parliament, so got a politician oh. up in there. Yeah, so kind of upscale party, I guess. Yeah. Definitely. Private residence, whatever, like there's Yeah, some staff. There's a caretaker and stuff that comes up. Um, There was one uh, rather blog-like, you know, opinion-y post that I read. that I think that's where this one come from, that some of the talk uh, during the night could have turned to things like transatlantic shipments and other business matters. And that
2: possibly
0: that was important information but that i've never seen in any other source so take that with a grain of salt or a huh. dash or whatever <laughs> you know um it was like written by this father who was like i'm a father of four so it definitely affected me to like like research this or something and i was like
1: oh okay <laughs> oh okay hi gordo uh, you shut up stop me out we he? He's like knock it off
0: the oh gordo um that reminds me what was i listening to a oh, wine and crime did a pure breed crimes episode so lucy was talking about pure breed dogs and cats and stuff and then they oh, were okay. talking about like yeah the tops like um breeds of cats and stuff and like i was like siamese is gonna be like the top and that was and then it was like ragdoll i think was like four so that was cool yeah. and then they were talking about how like I want to say, was it Siamese that are like really meow, 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 meow like talking it. <laughs> and, and something
1: I think that like, I've heard that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Lucy said she read something like that all black cats had a little Siamese in them. So that's why they're all a little bit more meowy, but she's like, I don't know. I read that somewhere. They're like cat fancy. She's like, probably. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. It was cute though
0: course i thought of gordo i was like what i know with gordo's
1: come up on the coloring <laughs> he's classified even though he looks like a siamese ragdoll it's classified as a blue point ragdoll that's what he's called oh yeah
0: they so call so complicated i can never remember his cut name
1: <laughs> the name yeah of specific
0: breed, Just like
1: and it's based on yeah, their uh, apparently the color blue. of their fur is based on their body temperature so oh my god what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when his fur got really knotted and I had to get him shaved, when I was looking it up mm-hmm. like how long it would take to grow back, they said don't be alarmed, but it could grow back in lighter because when their body temperature is Ooh. or he could grow in darker or something.
0: Yeah, it could be. Um, okay. Cuz when their
1: body temperature is lower, their fur will be like lighter Denser or, or darker. Oh. no it's the color of it like the actual color of the hair changes so that's why like but not the texture oh that seems so yeah. weird so all of like the extremities so like his ears his feet like ex- are considered and his face are considered extremities so they're darker hair <laughs> they are that's right his body which is warmer is like a lighter color because it doesn't oh, need to insulate okay. as much. And they're like, yeah, that's if you have your cat is. shaved, it could take a, a year or so for its color to, like, return to normal. Even after its hair grows in. Because its body will have, like, been cooler for all these months. And I was like, oh, fascinating. Well, that really that was, is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. But, yeah, it was, it was right? kind of interesting. I was like, I didn't know that's kind of how that worked, I guess.
0: Yeah, you think it's just, like, they're... Um markings or whatever They're ah, or like yeah. hereditary yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like okay this this shell's a this shell <laughs> I'm trying to say when I heard um the creeps and crimes girl said she had a torty tabby cat and I looked it up oh. and they were like black and you know brown that kind of brownie
1: yeah
0: patchy with the black and stuff and I was like oh, okay now I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah but, tortoise tortoise shell that's why i said shell i don't know what i'm trying to say yeah um (laughs) moving on no cat tangent (laughs) cat tangent tangential cats (laughs) sometimes i just label it cat takes when i take out takes (laughs) that are just us talking about the cat or being annoyed or laughing at the cat (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Okay, so there might be some of this in the video, too, because she's seen flirting, talking to a couple of guys, possible bodyguards, some sources say, like, maybe they're the bodyguards of the
2: politician
1: dude.
0: One of them seems kind of annoyed. At one point, she's, like, trying to, like, tug on his arm, like, come over here, go off. So,
1: like, people did
0: say she was starting to get um, kind of drunk and stuff. Even her aunt said that which is like okay
1: <laughs> i see it it kind of looks like there's like a little bar set up and then they're kind of at uh yeah a raised table with some bar stools at it yeah fancy like you could literally be at a cocktail lounge or something yeah yeah and there's like
0: people sitting there and then it looks like she comes over to their table and starts hanging around but i mean whether or not some like uh, what was it yeah, she might even go off with one guy for a few minutes anyway, but always comes right back to the party. Um, but some sources and especially people like to do with the politician guy said that she became disorderly mm-hmm. at one point and, you know, breaking stuff, things like that. Okay. We only have the snippets of the CTT C, CTV footage or whatever that we have, yeah. which is. Crazy that it's even there, but I guess if it's a fancy private residence of this guy, then yeah. Yeah. Fancy apartments. Um, Then there's like footage, like her aunt goes upstairs for a bit. um, And then you see her and her aunt go upstairs to the private rooms where they said Kabogo was. And then a caretaker is seen carrying in a lady's purse up to the private room upstairs um he hears a crash and goes up there just check it out and everything and he said that he saw mercy on the floor with blood on her lip and a picture frame fallen over okay yeah like looked like there'd been a disturbance or whatever but we didn't see any of that obviously on a camera we would know for sure (laughs) um uh yeah he would end up testifying in court later and then i have a bit of a quote uh i mean a quote <laughs> another witness testifying at an inquest into the death of university student mercy kano on tuesday alleged that juja member of parliament william kabogo beat up the diseased girl at a party in westlands so that mm. uh, uh, talks a little bit about the caretaker here the caretaker of Wasini luxury homes charles githingy Um, told the inquest sitting in nairobi that he saw kabogo step on the girl before slapping her thrice as two girls and his bodyguards pleaded with him to stop the assault okay yeah they're saying he
1: saw something
0: right yeah this caretaker guy says this and it's pretty serious if that's the case Um,
1: yeah if he's telling the truth like good on him for sticking up if like freaking politician everything's involved
0: yeah it seems like nobody's being able to stop him yeah also they showed the caretaker guy in court and stuff and his eyes were a little cross-eyed like gordo's yeah (laughs) it's so cute okay he said that this is not funny. He randomly slapped her about three slaps. He angrily stepped on her as she lay on the floor crying. The two girls wow. who were with them in the apartment were begging him to stop, but he did not stop. The girls were screaming. The MP's bodyguards did not touch the girl. He recounted to the inquiry. Hmm. Uh, for his part, K- Kogobo? No, that's not right. It's Kabogo. Yeah, Kabogo. <laughs> that's why it's underlined. Well, <laughs> most of these names are underlined as wrongs <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um this is why I like to print things out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, uh Kabogo said he had only grabbed her shoulders to ask why she was breaking things. So he said like he's like, "Oh, I was like, "Why are you, what are you doing here? What is your name? Like, what are you doing?" Okay. Yeah. So, she was painted in an aggressive and unruly way by him and his defenders. But she's seen on the video being grabbed and marched out, which is probably the first thing you saw. Yeah. By two guys.
1: She, I thought she was being fucking kidnapped. It looks like they were like carrying her. Yeah. Yeah, they're like full on carrying her down the stairs. But before that. Because
0: multiple times, like they marched her out, I think at one point and then she because she kept like running they said i don't know but then they're also trying to get her out there was a lot going on in the videos that was obviously a little confusing to me but they they definitely carried her out at one point yeah
1: yeah and she's got really high heels on from the looks of it and she is walking fine she's walking up and down at least two flights of stairs and she is not even slightly wobbly so i don't know how they're saying she was super drunk because other than one video nobody was near her well i guess other than the one of her getting carried there was one other video where it looked like i I couldn't tell if it was her if she was helping another woman like or if like two women were one on each side of her like helping her down the stairs but the rest of them, she was walking up and down the stairs like been. no problem.
0: Yeah, I noted that to myself at one point too. That there was yeah. like no stumbling,
1: nothing. But and her, her a heels time. are like five to six inches high. <laughs> like that's, and that's a, a lot.
0: That's hard to navigate on narrow stairs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If she's that's supposed a good to be point. Like belligerently intoxicated.
0: I mean, yeah, because they were trying to say that she had a bloody lip from like hitting her head on the floor or hitting her face on the wall or all this stuff but then her aunt was saying that she was quite drunk and then there's a point in the video where when I watched it it's very hard to see but they said what was happening was after they're outside and they wanted them to be escorted outside and called a cab is what they said Mm -hmm. right so then her she was trying to get her purse from her aunt it said in the in the video and then apparently she hit her aunt in the process of getting her purse back so like that was the only time I could see where there was maybe like an altercation and then it's very dark because it's also in the like gatehouse gateway area and then they like they show where it's unclear whether she is pushed or falls down onto the pavement and then has to like crawl around for a minute before she can get back up and then she kind of like limps away and stuff wow yeah like there's a lot of in the youtube videos the case files are the youtube videos i watched yeah they're really yeah a lot (laughs) i guess a lot of information a lot of like you're like whoa that's pretty aggressive and
1: yeah like they followed her kind of in at least the start of the video they kind of follow her in but the person they like bear hug her and they are like dragging her out but he's got like his arms completely around her it seems like like unnecessary force yeah sorry yeah yeah
0: yeah i agree um and then yeah like her aunt was saying later that she tried to run after her but that it was dark and that mercy kept running away and so that she her aunt said she came back to try and get more help of some kind it's a little unclear to me but i guess i'll just try to tell it as unbiased as i can yeah (laughs) um yeah uh it's like you guys probably know how i feel but yeah anyway uh oh, this is kind of very sad. We later learned that she may have tried to get a ride as a witness states she tried to wave him down on the roadside. This is busy highway, I guess. Um, Wan Yandy Way. Um, yeah. And he uh, instead almost hit her because he didn't see her in the roadside. It was dark and I guess she came out and
2: of yeah. nowhere and tried
0: to wave him down and he was like, whoa! And he had yeah. been heading... Yeah, it was like, oh, what the heck? And apparently he had been heading away from town, but he was on his way back um, not too long later, and he said he saw her then on the opposite side of the road. And he also told, like, the authorities and everything that he saw her get hit and then run over several times. Oh, sorry, trigger warning. It's yeah, bad.
1: That's yeah. That's so awful.
0: <sighs> yeah so that's where they found her was on the side of the road okay
1: yeah so they figured out she went to the party or was there after they like found her
0: yeah okay that's why it's kind of muddled and the timeline like you're like what happened because this this statement from this witness would seem to corroborate the story or the theory that she was killed in a hit-and-run accident only. Um, yeah.
1: It, it so. could be, like, completely unrelated. I guess the party would just be why she was on the road.
0: Right. Like, trying to yeah. get home or whatever and drinking and just trying to hail a ride. Yeah. uh. Um, I know. I'm just going to keep saying allegedly too because this is when I feel like it's so yeah. touchy. You know? Don't want to... It's still unsolved so, you know. I don't want to cast too many aspersions that it was anyone but it's a little weird. So the first police officer on scene that found her thought it looked like a hit and run. She was found very... Her body was very badly battered and bloodied by the side of the road just a few hours after the party really uh, okay the officer thomas abogi said quote in the event of an accident especially where a person has been hit with a vehicle the scene normally has a pool of blood due to impact but in this case it was different since there was no blood at the scene end quote oh yeah so he found that unusual
1: yeah absolutely Mhm. I mean, they say like you're going to have a pool of blood if somebody dies and they're or gets killed and their heart was still pumping for at least a Yeah. great. a few seconds to like <laughs> a minute or so. Otherwise, there's going to oh. be nothing cuz they presumably were already dead.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Arteries they spurt. Also, yeah. gross and as gruesome as that is I heard people talking about how the, you know, how they say the head can live on after it's been decapitated for, like, a couple seconds with the guillotine and stuff. Have you ever
1: heard that? Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, they said that, like, they would used to tell people, like, oh, if you can still... <laughs> Gross. We're gonna kill you, but if you could still uh, hear us after your head's been chopped off, just blink your eyes a few times so we know that you are uh, still uh, not brain dead yeah. yet.
2: <laughs> wow. Like, what the-
1: we're going to conduct this you. science experiment while we behead you. Count, no count no. to like I don't know. Count as high as you can before your brain stops working. Something. <laughs> like,
0: well, I'm going to curse you with my dying breath. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
1: That sounds like a better idea.
0: Yeah. Ooh, love a good death curse. That could be a good episode. Yeah. Write that down. Okay. No, (laughs) so Okay, so there was also other weird things. There was no blood found, like we said. There was no uh, any of her personal effects, such as her purse or keys or shoes strewn about the scene.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, for you to leave and walk down a highway barefoot would suck.
0: Yeah, her shoes were, were missing off her feet, but they weren't in the area okay um i guess another trigger warning but the you know blanket for these episodes in general but the the, some gory detail um this is what the officer said quote the skull of the deceased had also been ripped off it appeared like the deceased had been killed elsewhere and her body dumped on the busy highway to make it look like an accident he told the court
1: like her scalp or her skull had been ripped. Um, off. so from what I read,
0: there was a portion of her skull missing and her brain. A portion of her brain wasn't yeah, that crazy? That's a, little,
1: that's a little weird,
0: especially if it was just a car accident, sort of.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's more of a crushing thing than stuff that would go missing. <sighs> Unless and again, you got wouldn't be pulled found under in the, the wheel area. or
0: something, and it dragged you. I don't know. It just—it yeah. seems odd that it's not like. I don't know. Would that be like a blunt force impact type of injury? I don't know. I That's just not a forensic I'm,
1: <laughs> pathologist. I'm feeling part. like some sharp object, like through her skull, mm. and it <sighs> would have like damaged her brain enough that a piece would go missing. Or like, yeah, be removed. Wow,
0: after it's been cracked, yeah. Oh, it's horrible to think about. I feel so bad even having to talk about, you know, her skull. But, like, yeah, the officer itself that was there itself, himself, I don't know. That. He's he didn't believe she'd been flung there upon impact from the vehicle. Uh, and he ended up walking and searching an area over a hundred meters and found. No more blood, nor any portion of her skull. Wow. Oh, and all of her limbs had been broken. Oh. Yeah. She she was very, very badly injured before and maybe after death. Probably.
1: Yeah, if she was hit by, like, multiple cars, even after she was dead, I'm sure it would cause severe damage still.
0: Right, like talk about being thrown around like a rag doll. Oh my god. Yeah. Unless you got fucking totally vecnud or something, up in the air, broken <laughs> limbs one by one. Oh my god, yeah, that's horrible. I hate that shit. It's, oh. Uh, it's coming back next year. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> okay. What gets me is the the snapping sound that they always I know. snapping like or twigs. the crunching sound. Oh that gets Gross. me horrible yeah Uh, um
0: so yeah the question is who killed her or was it an accident like a hit and run or was it something more sinister or perhaps a combination of the two you know as is sometimes the case somewhere in between uh but of course the public everyone i don't know i guess police probably focused on like william kabogo and everyone at his party probably was initially thought of as some sort of a suspect but um also he after became a governor of kiambu after being a member of parliament or an mp so he's referred to as governor or sometimes given the title of honorable which it sucked hearing that come out of the father's mouth if he's especially if the guy's involved in his daughter's death he had to call him like honorable kabogo or whatever um but anyway after the initial inquest it seems like he was cleared uh but it i also read that the director of public prosecution cariaco tobiko ordered the case reopened um this is a few years after um Apparently this happened after Kabogo, according to one source, indicated he has enough money to defend himself.
1: (laughs) What? Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's a little weird. Now you can sue me for your daughter's death? I can- I have money.
0: Don't you have money? You have a fucking private, like, condo or whatever the hell, with this bartender and Yeah, I was just gonna (laughs) say a
1: fucking bartender. Like, get out of (laughs) here. Right? (laughs)
0: Uh, After the, uh, there was this inquiry or inquest in 2016, the following was found. Chief government pathologist Johansson Uduar told the inquest that Miss Kano sustained fatal injuries before her death, but acquired more as she passed on. Oof. Hmm. Yeah. The doctor said the autopsy could not ascertain whether she was killed elsewhere, and her body dumped on the highway so
1: hard to say i
0: guess
1: <laughs> probably just it's... too much trauma in yeah. a relatively short period of time
0: right so how can you pinpoint the exact like injuries and, and whatever um causes yeah Said that Kiambu Governor William Kabogo yesterday was cleared of any wrongdoing in the death of University of Nairobi student Mercy Kano in 2011. Um, Magistrate Peter Digwiga, NDW is what it starts with. Okay, <laughs> my mouth won't do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, my um. my tongue can't pronounce this. I don't even know where to start. Um, I even
0: had a hard t- My sister has a friend named Cassinia. It's like K-S. Like those are two hard le- letters to go together. Sometimes it's yeah. just tough to get your mouth around certain
1: sounds. <laughs> I find I do okay if I hear somebody's name out loud. But if I hear it out loud and I'm like looking at it spelled, I <laughs> I can't. For some reason, I get so hung up on how it how I think phonetically it should be pronounced that I can't concentrate on how they just told me to say their name. Where if they just tell me how to say their name, I'm like, I can replicate that sound probably. (laughs) All right. As long as I don't look at it. (laughs) Yeah. As long as I don't look at all the extra letters I'm not pronouncing (laughs) or that are silent. Four M's and a silent Q. Well, no, but like those color things or the I,
0: Uh, what do do we call those optical illusion type of thing where you have all the different colors but they're written in the font color is different like blue but it's written in orange font or whatever it's like really hard to like get your brain to kind of process that shit
2: (laughs)
1: yeah
0: all right so we've also got oh did i finish that sentence oh because that guy's name (laughs) i got hung up on it Magistrate Peter N. (laughs) ruled that Kano was not a victim of criminal homicide. Kabogo and five others had been adversely mentioned in an inquest into the death. Um, It is clear the adversely mentioned parties had no motive to harm the deceased. The adversely mentioned parties have therefore been absolved of blame and cannot be held liable for Kano's death. Wow. Yeah, it's very sad. I mean guess they kind of concluded that she must have stumbled into traffic and it's a complete accident even though the doctor isn't sure that that's what the injuries
1: show you know well if you're Um, even going that route, it i'm pretty sure if it was here in canada or maybe even the u.s there's like liability insurance you need to have i'm i don't know how like having your own private bartender works but if you have somebody and you're hosting yeah. a party, and somebody drinks, and then like drinks and drives or something, and they if they're kill overserved, somebody, yeah, yeah, they can sue mm-hmm. you, and it's like personal liability insurance, I right? Wonder, if anything like that, where even if they say, yeah, like you overserved her and she stumbled into traffic, if that's the narrative you want to put out there, then right, I'm like, hey, right, I'm gonna right, right. like sue you into the ground for that, then. Yeah, I, I feel like that must be. Her.
0: Yeah, it like. must be less of a thing there cuz here you have to get yeah, if you're going to yeah. have an event or a wedding or whatever, you have to get yeah. your liquor license or when I was bartending, I had to take my pro serve and know all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good point, yeah.
1: Been like, yeah.
0: Um so I'm going to hate this too, but I'm almost done. <laughs> none of the clues that they had ever panned out, Um, even when it came to light, uh, I think during the inquest I'm not sure, there had been another witness uh, that had seen a body whose legs had been sticking out from underneath a vehicle on that same night oh yeah, that's an image for you sorry sorry sorry, as you Americans apparently say it (laughs) anyway Oh my god, it's wrong with me. I have to make light because it's so horrible. You know how I am. Um, yeah, we've, yes. I think
1: we've forgotten because of the break about how horrible my oh, my no. half was. So by the time we edit these two segments together, this episode's going to be such a downer.
2: Weird. <laughs> uh,
1: well,
0: next week is something lighter. So don't worry. Yeah, We'll talk about that in a
1: second. I can't even remember fairy tales. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. Like yeah.
0: Grimm's fairy tales and the OG OG yeah. stuff. You guys know the. Dark I
1: ordered stuff. the book for my Kindle. <laughs> I was like clicking through okay, it. I was, like, cool. All these, all these stories. Cool. I get to pick some of them and read.
0: Oh my god! Yes, people send us folktale books. No, okay, yeah. I have just a little bit to finish. <laughs> So this witness, um, I believe her name is Lucinda. She saw the card speed off, thought it very suspicious, and wrote down the registration um, and/or plate number, whatever they use there. She said registration. We would see a, we would use plate number here. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah, because you can't whatever. Um, and this was testified by this uh, witness, but they ended up tracking down the vehicle, and they found no trace of blood, hair, dents. In it, etc. It was unfortunately a dead end. Pardon okay. the pun, an un, un, unintended pun. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll just end with a little bit more about Mercy from what her siblings and all the people that appeared in the video said. I like seeing that stuff. It gives you more of their character, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, she <laughs> was the less. Uh, the least aggressive of the siblings as their dad said (laughs) oh wow (laughs) i guess she was kind of more gentle i don't know okay i've never
1: heard somebody (laughs) describe somebody that way the least aggressive it was i mean i'm paraphrasing but you know (laughs) it was interesting he said she was charming too remember (laughs) yeah like normally um, somebody would just say she was very gentle and kind-hearted. <laughs> no, she's the least aggressive of all her siblings. <laughs> wow.
0: I don't know. I don't know. And she was studying journalism, so I can't know for sure, but I can't help but wonder what things she might have written or stories yeah. she shared. That makes me hope I did her story some justice, which, you know, she could have been a great journalist. Yeah, we don't know. Um... Her sister Faith will always remember her as being her little partner in crime, is what she said. Um, oh my gosh, I'll tell there. Okay, so there's a story about that, but then that just reminded me one of the stories, like a friend or it might have been the sister's boyfriend or something, because the sister got notif- notified that the dean of the university wanted to talk to her, and she called it. I was like. Oh, I was nervous because, like, why would the dean of men want to talk to me? Like, what is that? That's the big, like, dean on campus. She thought, oh, no, I'm in trouble. But then he was, like, going to tell her that her sister had been found after an accident or whatever. And the friend that was walking with the sister, Faith, apparently got a text that said Rip Mercy Kano right when he was walking with her sister. And they were just having a normal conversation. So, like, she didn't know yet and no, they didn't know yet. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, do I say wow. something? I'll, I'll just shut my head or, like, shut my mouth, because that's probably what the dean wants to talk to her about, I think. So that was
1: pretty oh. crazy. Oh. And, um, she didn't I get, like maybe didn't get notified, like, before it was released to the public? That's yeah, awful. someone
0: must have known, and then it was coming out in the social circle, because he got the text, and she was just getting, I believe, called to be told about it.
1: Wow. Which I was like, oh, oh that's horrible. That would be, yeah, that would be
0: awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't love that little nugget, but it stuck with me. So then I had to pass it on. You're
1: but like, anyway. I can't let this
0: go. I need to tell you. <laughs> I need to purge, purge. <laughs> this is like the confessional.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Or the therapist, the therapy session. I don't know. <laughs> um. So finally, yeah, her sister talking about her being her little partner in crime, I thought was cute. And her sister had also told a story about them, like her, uh, mercy climbed up onto like a roof or something like that i forget something tall that they probably shouldn't have been climbing onto like a shed roof and then she's like come on up or whatever but then her sister goes to climb up there and uh she doesn't make it up and she falls and like <laughs> it's her head and oh. like cracks her skull her oh that probably wasn't the best idea like <laughs> no now poor faith has to like go to the doctor like oh my god <laughs> So she's not aggressive, but she does get her, um, <laughs> <she did> her <laughs> sister into trouble, which we've all done that uh, if you have a sister, yeah. you know, or your brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I'm feel scared. like there was just too much of an age gap between me and my brother. That.
0: Oh, yeah, that'll sometimes make it a little different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like six years older than me.
0: Oh, okay, similar yeah. to me and my brother, we have a pretty big similar age gap yeah yeah and it can be hard because then you're well they're old enough they probably like oh get you you're I remember what it's like to be that age but then also it's like hard because then you're annoying at that age I think and things like that
1: yes it probably was super annoying (laughs) I don't remember ever really wanting to like hang out with him and his friends not the way like a little sister does with their big sister or something but
0: yeah sisters can have a pretty pretty special bond that's for sure or brothers like dean and sam speaking of (laughs) brothers i don't know i think i forgot to say it last week when the episode came out because that one came out on my brother's birthday so happy birthday to daniel and happy scorpio
1: season to all our scorpio listeners yeah happy birthday (laughs) Happy belated belated birthday birthday, like even more belated it's like what two weeks late now this is what next episode isn't it now i'm confused oh you're saying for this one you were just saying for the last episode it came out on his birthday yeah
0: because by the time this comes out then the one that came out today will be the last
1: episode yeah
0: (laughs) yeah the one that came out on november 17th came out on his birthday exactly sorry okay it's weird being ahead in the podcasting realm (laughs) I was Even like I had by like a week
1: which one you were talking about?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking really fast and I don't know what I'm saying. My brain is trying to catch up <laughs> to my mouth or something. <laughs> but yes, happy Scorpio season to all our listeners and happy November baby birthdays. Yeah. Um next week as we said is the fairy tales, so that should be fun cuz
1: there's a lot going yeah. on there. there's some cool like i think sinister and creepy original versions of fairy tales that people kind of know maybe the disney-fied version of but
0: yeah and if they listen to podcasts like i've heard the little mermaid one done on a couple podcasts and stuff where a lot of people will know some some of the parts of the originals but i feel like this is a uh, a source or you know like a, a theme we can keep going back to because you get the grims yeah. and you get the hans christian Andersen fairy tales and then we've got like like what did i like the Ar- arthurian legends like all them yeah
1: you mentioned guys the yeah <laughs> there's so much yeah
0: yeah it's like folk tales it's just the like, folklore is very fun
1: <laughs> yeah it's a cool topic
0: it is, and the book by Stephen King the, that was just called Fairy Tale that was really good. I finished reading it. I don't know if I told you. I know. Oh, I, just talked I know the pod you that My friend said gave you it would to read me. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was. I like the ones where there's like like secret time travel or secret world, and it's kind of like yeah. that, right? Like it's just beneath our own world or whatever, and then like just a normal person gets to end up there like those are very very fun because you get to imagine it like happening to you (laughs) yeah yeah it was very good well um i guess that's all we got for this half well we'll catch you next week and keep it cryptic
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) bye This has been Castles and Cryptids. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and our YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. On our website, you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments. Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story, a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email please include the name that you would like mentioned. Our music is by Kobia Fair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening.